This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 9th of February. In your Sport Today, the Demons support Goodwin. A Beijing star breaks the internet. Another Ashes win. And milk never tasted so good. This is your Sport Today. We're going to start with AFL and the big story in Victoria is about Melbourne Demons coach Simon Goodwin. The Herald Sun had a story yesterday saying that Goodwin was accused of bullying a team doctor, had behavioural issues and that he was nearly sacked by the club last year before they went on to win the comp. Luce, you are our AFL expert. Can you please break this down for us? Well, The report you're talking about said that Melbourne's board had to investigate things like drinking and gambling with players, as well as bullying claims from 2018 to early 2021. That included an unlawful dismissal claim by a former team doctor who says he was sacked after complaining about Goodwin's behaviour. The report also said that the Demons board had considered sacking Goodwin before the start of last season and that the AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin allegedly called Goodwin's behaviour crazy. Okay, that is a lot to unpack. Uh, Have the Demons responded to this one yet? Well, they didn't wait long. President Kate Roffey backed Goodwin yesterday in a press release. She said the club reviewed the football department at the end of 2020 and that Goodwin took the feedback on board, which helped them win their first premiership in 57 years. Roffey said she mentioned the bullying allegations to Goodwin in 2020 and he denied the claims. She said she believed him and that Goodwin is an exceptional leader that would coach the club for many years to come. Yep, and it seems that other people do agree with this because Goodwin was named the AFL Coaches Association Coach of the Year last season, but we're going to have to wait to see what happens with this story in the coming days. If you listened to the show yesterday, then you would have heard us talking about Chinese tennis player Peng Shui's interview with a French newspaper. Well, the Women's Tennis Association has released a statement and loose, they're still not convinced Peng is okay. If you want a bit more background to this story, make sure you listen to yesterday's episode, which breaks it all down. But basically, Peng spoke with Le Quip and told them that the response to her social media post last year was a big misunderstanding. Gabs, one of the issues the WTA has with this interview is that while it was with an independent media outlet, the Chinese Olympic Committee Chief of Staff was in the room the entire time. The WTA said the interview did not ease their concerns about Peng safety and well-being and that they want to meet with Pung privately to talk about her sexual assault allegations. Yeah, the WTA has been pretty strong on this. If you remember last year, they actually suspended tournaments in China over their concerns for Pung. But again, Luce, we're going to have to wait to see if Pung or the government responds to the WTA. It was a pretty quiet day for the Aussie athletes in Beijing yesterday, but loose. the big story was Eileen Gu, who literally broke the internet after winning gold in the big air freestyle skiing. 
Let's start with Aussie flag bearer and figure skater Brendan Kerry. He finished 17th in yesterday's competition, which means he's through to Thursday's free skate round. But as you said, all the talk was about Goo. She was already famous after she decided to represent China instead of Team USA. And she's now a superstar after she landed a highly technical double cork 1620. Yes, that is as tough as it sounds <laughs> to win gold. Weibo, which is a Chinese social media platform, couldn't keep up with the traffic with Goo making up about 50% of the top searches. Uh, look, I'm never going to be able to land that move, so I think the internet is going to be safe around me. <laughs> the games continued today, and for a quick look at the big news and what's coming up, be sure to check out the Beijing Blitz podcast. Find it in the Sport Today feed in your podcast app. We've got some cricket news now about the Aussie men's and women's teams. Uh, There were no surprises in the men's squad that was picked for the Tour of Pakistan, but let's start with the women's side. Luce, they beat England again yesterday. Jeez, you uh, hate to see it, (laughs) don't you, (laughs) Gabs? Australia beat England by eight wickets to win the women's Ashes 12 points to four. That's the biggest win in a multi-format Ashes series that started in 2013. Australia won the one-day leg of the series 3-0, and that's pretty much perfect prep for the World Cup that starts later this month in New Zealand. It also means England's men's and women's teams didn't win a game here this summer. As you said, Gabs, Australia named its men's squad for the Pakistan tour. The thing to note here is that no players opted out of the tour because of safety fears. International cricket in Pakistan was suspended for six years after a terrorist attack in 2009, but slowly more cricket is being played there. It is, and Australia last toured there in 1998, so it has been a while. That tour starts on March 8, and I've put a link to the squad in the episode notes. All right, it is time for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, and we are going to focus on that 1998 tour. The second test is famous for Mark Taylor's 334 not out, but which other Aussie batter scored a century in that first innings? Luce, got a clue for us? My clue is that he's been making a lot of headlines recently. Ooh, okay. Yes, I think uh, I think I know who that might be, uh, but I'll have the answer at the end of the show. The NBA trade deadline is coming up on Friday morning, and a lot of the talk in America has been on Aussie Ben Simmons. Luce, is he going to get traded, and what have his teammates been saying lately? As our NBA fans know, Simmons plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, he's under contract, but he hasn't actually played a game this year. Simmons requested a trade in June last year after his coach Doc Rivers and teammate Joel Embiid criticised him after they were eliminated from the playoffs. But the trade never happened and Simmons, he's refused to play since. Embiid recently said that Rivers had Simmons back last year and that Simmons' reaction was unreasonable. There has been talk about a trade with Brooklyn for James Harden, but Reports say that's unlikely now. Yeah, you never know with trade, so we'll have to wait till Friday to see what happens there. Simmons is under contract with the 76ers until the end of the 2024-25 season on a deal worth close to 250 million bucks. But that number does drop every time he sits out a game. And as it stands, because he hasn't played this season, Simmons has been fined around $27 million already. 
If you love the movie Anchorman like I do, then you would have respected Melbourne Victory's social media team yesterday. This is a story we touched on on Monday, and there was milk, a famous quote, and a really big trophy. Luce, please paint a picture for us. Apparently milk was a good choice yesterday, Gaffs. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday night after Melbourne won the FFA Cup, the Victory's Twitter account had a post that said, if this tweet gets a thousand retweets, then the admin will drink a litre out of the cup. Well, it did, and yesterday was Judgment Day. A video popped up on their social channels showing them leaving Amy Park to pick up a bottle of iced chocolate from the shops. That was then poured into the cup and drained in one big sip, which the players clearly enjoyed. Gabs, I think I would have been sick. <laughs> Woohoo, that escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, gotta respect the admin for honouring this bet, and uh, I've popped the video in the episode notes. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. And today we were looking at the 1998 tour of Pakistan and I asked, the second test is famous for Mark Taylor's 334 not out, but which other Aussie scored a century in that first innings? Luce, he's been in the headlines. Who is it? It is, of course, Australia's now former coach, Justin Langer. Yes, former indeed. Justin Langer scored 116. That match finished in a draw. All right, Luce, that is us done for today. You'll be back tomorrow with Bez. I'll be back on Monday. Catch you then. 